Hello, I'm Michael Guyman, President and CEO of the Tucson Metro Chamber. For more than 125 years, the Tucson Metro Chamber has been the voice of business. This year, the Chamber is focused on showcasing candidates that not only understand the needs of business, but will also work to introduce and support legislation and policies that address and solve challenges businesses face. The Chamber's Candidate Evaluation Committee interviewed Arizona state legislative candidates on their thoughts and perspectives on issues important to the chamber membership and creating a pro-business environment. Our candidate evaluation committee, made up of business owners, executives, major employers, and community partners, crafted five questions focusing on key business issues. We invite you to visit our candidate evaluation page on our website at tucsonchamber.org. Review the scorecard, listen to the interviews, read the questionnaires submitted by many of the candidates, and share with your colleagues and your neighbors who you think will support a pro-business environment as an Arizona state legislator. On this episode, our Candidate Evaluation Committee interviews Kat Stratford, a Democrat running for the Arizona House of Representatives in Legislative District 18. Uh, my name is Rob Lamb. I'm with GLHN Architects and Engineers and uh, chair of this committee. Go ahead. Alexa Scholl, Director of Government Affairs for the Tucson Metro Chamber. And online, why don't we go start with Jean? Hi, uh, thank you for joining us. I'm Jean Gage with Copper Point Insurance Company. Alejandro? Good morning. I'm uh, Alejandro Angel with SOMAS. We're a company of engineers with about 50 employees here in Tucson. Alma? Good morning, Alma Yubeta with Pima Community College. Adriana. Good morning, Adriana Marinas. I'm with TEP, Government Relations. Gabriela. Good morning, Gabriela Cervantes with the law firm of Snell and Wilmer. And Mo. Melisnani, Downtown and D2 Dispensaries. Great, thank you very much. Um, I have a quick favor, actually. So I'm actually running to be the first member of the deaf and hard of hearing community to become a lawmaker in Arizona history. Is there any way that we could um, put captions on the screen? Ah, I think there is. Thank yeah. you for that. Let's wait. I think uh, Zoom does have that capability. Thank you. Do you know, do you know where it is? Um, so whoever's hosting has to um, put in the there that you can use closed captions and then More select the closed caption option. Okay. Um, so Rob will be asking most of the questions. Okay. Um, I'm sorry, I don't have that set up. Let me try to work on it. I apologize. I, I normally let people know ahead of time, but I didn't realize when I when I signed up for in person, I didn't realize the hybrid yeah. situation. The, can you read lips? Okay. Yes. And I'm, I'm using hearing aids. It's actually part of the reason I was delayed this morning. It was, left the house and realized, oh my gosh, here he is. It might be nice for this. <laughs> while we are, yeah, why don't you work on that? While we're uh, moving forward, I've got five uh, questions that I'll ask and you can give a response to. And then if we have any time left over in the 20 minutes, uh, then I will uh, we'll open it up to the rest of the committee for any follow-up questions. Fantastic. Does that work? Yeah. Great. So uh, if you can, 
briefly describe your educational and professional background and how they have prepared you to serve as an elected official. So my background is mostly working on various campaigns. I've been working in politics since 2016. Um, but prior to that, and even during that, I was also working as a server. Um, I'm a single parent. And a lot of my experience is about just trying to make ends meet as a parent. Um, and I'm hoping to bring actually lived experience to uh, the legislature because, you know, I think that it's very important to have people with backgrounds in the, in the legal expertise in business. I also think it's really important to have people who have been turned down for food stamps in the past mm. um, to bring those experiences. Uh, my educational background is pretty simple. I graduated from New School for the Arts and Academics in 2004 with a major in Integrated Arts and then completed two years at Pima Community College um, with a background in writing, psychology, and paralegal studies. Great. Thank you. Next question is, can you talk about a time where you had to build consensus around a specific issue? What type of leadership style did you use? So my leadership style is very much in trying to create compassion and empathy and understanding. Um, and I'm trying to think of an example of when I used that in the past. Uh, probably the thing that comes to mind the most is when I worked on the Biden-Harris and Mark Kelly campaign, that was in 2020 at the very height of the pandemic. And we had to roll out a program. We, we started opening offices that we called voter activation centers. Um, this was something that had never been done before. It all came together within, I want to say a two to three week period where we were renting office space and throwing together offices, I actually had to turn an abandoned Payless into a campaign office in 12 hours because Julian Castro was coming. Um, and it took a lot of teamwork. It took a lot of making people, uh, you know, understand how important this election is and how important it is to also maintain contact tracing and CDC guidelines. Um, and at the end of all that, it took a lot of getting folks who don't necessarily vote Democrat over to our side. So there was a lot of consensus building, a lot of teamwork required to make all that happen. And the end result is, it speaks for itself. We turned Arizona blue for the first time in over 30 years. Great, thank you. Uh, can you describe your vision for Arizona and the office you are running for? So a lot of my vision currently revolves around uh, the latest Supreme Court rulings, which I think are gonna do such incredible harm to our state. I'm not sure if you have seen the latest messaging from the Arizona Attorney General's office. They are going to be using the 1901 territorial law that bans all abortions. Um, and we're still picking through to see what that means for contraception because there are measures in that contraception. These are things that are going to do great harm, not to, just to the Arizona population, but to tourism. We've seen companies pull out of states that have those types of restrictive laws, and we've seen tourists boycott those states as well. So I think that reversing some of that bad legislation will encourage tourism and also encourage healthy economic growth here in Arizona. 
And uh, two more questions. Uh, the first one is, what are the top three issues important to business that the legislature can help to address and solve? I think one of the biggest issues is funding for public education, and that includes our public universities and community colleges. Our Arizona Constitution states that college should be as close to free as possible. That's certainly not the case now. And Pima Community College could be offering a lot more, like not just Pima Community College, but all community colleges and trade schools could be offering a lot more if we had that funding there to make those programs more accessible. This would create a stronger workforce and then investing in schools all the way down from pre-K on up through 12 would create a more sustainable future for families to want to move here, settle down here, and for businesses to want to grow their business here. So that was, so education. Education, oh, I'm sorry. Three. That's with Tommy Three, three top I'm three. clearly under-caffeinated this morning, <laughs> I apologize. Uh, so also fighting climate change and conserving water is going to be critical. We are in a water conservation emergency that is happening right now. Um, so we need to be expanding our water management areas so that we can actually see where our water is going and what use of that water is not sustainable. Looking at agriculture. <laughs> Um, and then my third uh, most important priority is just protecting civil rights. Recently, uh, we've seen the Arizona GOP attack trans youth, voting rights, and reproductive rights. And those are going to be really critical pieces just for Arizona's sustainability in the future. Um, when, we, when we have those infringements on rights, it really does, it helps tourism, it helps business growth, and it hurts the populace in general. Great. Uh, last question. How would you ensure that the needs and wants of the business community in Southern Arizona are recognized and heard at the state capitol? I think it's really important to have sort of an open door policy as a legislator. The entire point of, of having lawmakers uh, in the offices that I'm running for is to represent the people and that includes the business community. So I think one of the things that I've seen other lawmakers do that I've learned from you know shadowing them and working with them is they take meetings with businesses, they take meetings with constituents, they listen to those issues um, and then like work in session to see how they can best accommodate those issues to ensure that people are getting what they need. That's great. I was not able to do the captions, so if you can't hear or, or I can repeat. Yeah, can repeat it. Yeah, that's so, that fine. Okay, <laughs> so I will open it up to the committee for any follow-up questions. Please go ahead, take yourself off mute, and ask the question, and I'll repeat it uh, for Kat. Go ahead, Alejandro. Uh, Rob, thank you, and Kat. Uh, what issues can you see yourself finding common grounds with Republicans while at the legislature? So what issues can you see yourself finding common ground with Republicans in the legislature? So I think there actually is common ground that we can find when it comes to funding public education, because I do think that Republicans, the last thing that they want to do is hurt business growth. 
And I, because that is, that tends to be a very Republican priority. So I think there is actually common ground that we can find here. Um, if we approach it from the angle of funding this will encourage business growth, it'll encourage tourism, it'll encourage our economy. And additionally, um, one of the big pushbacks I think we've seen in terms of, you know, passing any meaningful gun reform is Republicans kind of pushing back with and saying we need to increase mental health in, in schools. And it's like, great, that means funding for the schools so that they can actually accommodate students who are experiencing mental health crises. Most schools currently can only afford to keep a school counselor one day a week and that counselor floats from like four to five different schools. Um, by funding education more fully, we could actually beef up our mental health services within schools and encourage uh, business growth. Good, thank you. Thank you. Any other questions from the committee? Jean, go ahead. Hi, thank you for being here today. Um, can you um, address your opinions and thoughts of what we can do to improve our infrastructure in Arizona? So the question is, what are your ideas and opinions about what we can do to improve our infrastructure here in Arizona? Well, I think, you know, bottom line, we definitely need to be funding our highways. And there's an acronym for this, and I can't remember what it is. But yes, HERF. I'm like, it's not HERF. <laughs> so I think, and that's something that Republicans have uh, kind of nibbled away at over the years, um, which really hurts tourism. It really hurts, you know, our infrastructure and our ability to build up. Um, our cities and businesses. So I think, you know, that needs to be a priority in the legislature. And specifically, to, uh, more specifically. Oh, okay, more specifically. Um, so that, I also think we need to be improving our transportation methods. We've seen great results from free transportation during the pandemic. That's made things lots easier. We need to be keeping that going while also uh, building up more transportation. Um, we have one streetcar that is, it pales in comparison to the system that they have in Phoenix. And I think that if we build up those systems, we could really improve business growth and just prosperity for all because it also gives people access to, to businesses, to jobs, like from the very bottom to the top. Thank you. Any other questions from the committee? Rob, Alejandro. it's okay to have two questions from me. Um, you know, it's uh, right now the state has a fairly significant surplus. So it's a two part question is one, uh, do you think it's being spent responsibly? Uh, and what would you do different? trying to anticipate what's coming in the economy or what may be coming. Uh, so the question, if I, I, I hope I get this right, Alejandro. Yeah, sorry. Uh, there's currently uh, a surplus in uh, the budget right now. And two questions. One, do you think it is being spent responsibly? And second is what ideas would you have to spend it? I don't think it's being sent responsibly because we're still sitting on that that 
surplus and it has not changed. Um, our schools are desperately underfunded. Like, I, I can't stress this enough. We need to be expanding our funding in schools. The situation is pretty dire. We're spending twice as much per prisoner in our state than we do spend on students. Um, and that really shows where the legislature's priorities are. So we need to address that because investing in schools is the number one thing we can do to create a stronger workforce and a stronger Arizona. Thank you. Okay, I think that we're we've we've hit our limit on time here. So it's very quick and very tight. Yeah. Uh, so, but thank you very much for taking the time to come in today. And thank you for again for wanting to represent our community and serve our community and thank for you. taking the time to run. So thank you, Kat. Thank you. So much. Thank you.